0: If you're familiar with payroll, you know all about the different rules and nuances for each country, region, all the way down to the counties. When HR Open developed the payroll standard, we discussed a lot of these requirements, but we wanted to develop something that could be used globally, regardless of the regulations. Keep listening, and you'll get to hear more about how we accomplished this. I'm Kim Bartkus with HR Open Standards Consortium. Today, we get to hear from Dave Garrett, who's a product manager at Alight NGA. Dave's one of our board members, and he's also on our payroll work group. Welcome, Dave. Thank you. Why don't we start out with you giving us a bit more information on your HR tech
1: experience? I've been working in the HR payroll area for 25 years now. I started out in the UK working on a HR and payroll product. Uh, In 2006, I relocated to the US to work specifically on localizing our UK product for North America. Uh, And then in 2013, I transitioned on to working on a global payroll integration project. So I've had exposure to various different countries' legislation in my 25 years in the industry.
0: You're based in the U.S., but you work for an international company. How does that impact your contributions within HR Open?
1: Well, I started out my career, I was actually based in the U.K. Um, I transferred to the U.S. uh, 13 years ago. Um, so I worked within the UK domain and specializing on UK payroll. When I moved to the US, I was then focused on North American payroll, so Canada and the US. But I was also involved in some of our other country localizations. So I got an exposure to how organizations work and uh, operate in different countries um, and so it just gives me that sort of global insight because sometimes it's very easy to get locked down. as Oh, this is how we do things as normal in this country without realising that another country, yeah, they work very differently. Um, So it's great to have that sort of global perspective. And then, you know, just the awareness of just terminology, even between English-speaking countries, it's, you know, there's no common terminology. I and mean, in the UK, we talk about someone's, surname whereas in america you talk about someone's last name so even just simple stuff like that in, in you know when you're working in english can make a big difference bear bear in mind of where you know what you've learned and where you've learned it great
0: thanks for sharing that you mentioned the company you're working for can you tell us about a light's payroll product
1: yeah the, our uh, payroll product or payroll service we offer is uh it's an integration middleware the idea is that we take output from the best-of-breed HRS systems, uh, for example, you know, Workday, SuccessFactors, et cetera, and we take their data out, their standard data out, we become a single integration point from the HRS for a client into a global payroll network. So we have managed multiple different payroll services in many different countries, each with their own requirements. So we become a single entry point into that payroll network because every single country needs its own different you know, scenarios. It has this you know, different population sizes, complexity. Every different system, different country has a different cost. Um, and the idea is that we don't have the back-end the dictating how a client should be using their HR system. Um, so we try and provide the most effective, efficient, cost-effective solution for the client, for each country that they operate in. And then we facilitate all that communication back from all those payroll services in a single standard way back for the uh, for the client.
0: Great. Th- there aren't any other payroll standards available, but some companies still prefer to start from scratch. Why did Alight decide to use HR Open?
1: Yeah, uh, we we looked at different options. We we owned a couple of different uh, uh, payroll services at the time with our own IP or different data models. But we found that uh, when we are looking for something that would walk, work with a multitude of different systems, rather than starting with our own uh, intellectual property, our own data model that had our own terminology, it was better to go out and start using a standard so we could talk to clients, partners, vendors, and we could say, well, look, you know, we're looking at, this, this, we're looking at using this open standard. You know, let's all work on the single terminology, the single standard. And so and we found that the the HR open data payroll model really did fit our purpose for global payroll.
0: That's great. Did you have any pushback or resistance when your team decided to use the standards?
1: Not great, no, because the management in our company, they made a decision that we wanted to go along the, the route of using a standard. We wanted to use something that wasn't tied to a particular piece of proprietary software. So we didn't get any pushback on the fact that we wanted to use an open standard. But we did need to justify why we wanted to start with HR open standards. What gave that a start for us? Because obviously, you know, we could have just built our own data model from scratch with all our own ideas. But it's we had to justify. Look, HR open they give us this massive amount of predefined uh, data structures, and it gives us a massive head start on uh, on the project. Right. Did
0: you have any challenges when you were doing the implementation using the standards?
1: Yeah, the the biggest challenge we had is that the, the data model itself for payroll, uh it handled global data very well. So, you know, names, addresses, uh, employment information, positions, jobs, all that kind of stuff, it was great at. But what we found was uh missing or not quite there for us was some of the more very specific payroll things. Like one of the one example in there that when we picked it up 7 8 years ago was bank accounts. The data model only supported a single payment account for an employee, and anyone who's you know been working in payroll for a long time knows that many countries, organizations, you know, employees can choose to have their money paid into multiple bank accounts. So there were a few little bits and pieces that we found didn't quite match what we needed to do, and and specifically also around local data. Every single country has their own specific requirements around tax, social security benefits. Uh, From for, for a payroll perspective, so we knew that we would be able to take this model and build on it and the great thing about the HR Open standards model that when we looked at it was yes it's a great base, but they also had best practice on how to extend it for your own purposes, how to take it and build on it and create your data model that you know was foundation foundation on HR open standards, but you could do whatever you needed to do to implement your system.
0: I mean, that sounds great. You you mentioned two things that you guys had problems with. One one of them was the localization. The other one was it may not have, the standards may not have bits of data that you guys needed for your processes. So the extension was part of that. Was there anything else that you did to be able to handle it, those deficiencies?
1: No, and that's basically it. All we need to do is we took took the model. It it covered, I would say, 90% of the global fields we needed. And we literally just Took that and 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 where there was bits of the model that were missing, we filled those gaps in. Um, cost centers was one that we uh, we found that we didn't have in this, so we added that in. Where we had things like bank details that were uh, there but not up to what we needed to do, but we still reused bits of the data model. So we we created our own framework. So for bank details, we created a our own definition for. for how to have multiple bank details, but then we actually embedded the definition for what an individual bank looked like. We took that from the standard. So it wasn't just a case of take it and add our own stuff onto the end. When we were adding stuff, we could also take bits and pieces, fill definitions or even section definitions and embed it in our own extensions. It really did make life a lot easier and quicker for us because it's like someone's done the work already for us.
0: And that's exactly what happens on those calls is that you have a lot of individuals with different skills and they're able to share their experience and say, here's how we use it. That's how we're able to come up with that 90% you talked about. It saves so much work up front like it did for your company. Now you were part of the process when we built the standards. Can you walk us through what that looked like?
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was a very interesting experience when we started because a number of us were on the call we all had experience of using the data model to a certain extent some of us had actually you know delivered systems using it. some of the some of us had only you know, looked at how we could use it but we all saw that there were you know some gaps in the model so we all brought those to the table together we also well you know we all recognized that we had gaps we all solved those gaps in subtly different ways but from because we have people you know from different countries from different payroll experiences we weren't able to come up then with a data model that we felt that would fit all our scenarios. and um, I'm very confident that uh, we can take the, the new uh, HR open standard for payroll. We could adopt that for all the global fields now within uh, our product without a problem. We could take all the little nuances that we were felt were missing from the old 3.x version we've solved. And, and, and it was that collaborative event. And it, and it also helped not just on building the new data model, but seeing how other people had solved their problems, because no standard matches what you need to do 100%. But It was interesting to see how other people had solved the same problem you were having in subtly different ways, or sometimes completely different ways. So it gives you some, you know, not just, yes, great, we have a, we have a new revised data model coming out of this process, but, but the people involved had a better understanding of why things were done that way and what problems that they were solving so actually, indirectly, actually helps you solve solve some of your own integration problems by attending these calls and working through the problems that everyone else has.
0: It's really a great community that uh, everyone can share, and that there's not um, that the competition that you're willing to say. Here's how we're using this, and this is and, and learning from each other. So I think it's been a great uh, experience there.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to say on that one is is it was interesting because on the call we had what I would consider probably one of our biggest, you know, someone on the call from one of our biggest competitors. But I never felt that they were like from the other; They were just someone else who was doing a very similar job to what I was doing, had the same issues I was doing, and we were discussing how we were solving them. We were very much working together, and it was never, a, oh, but they work for the other company. It was never that feeling in the cause. It was very collaborative, the way we worked through all the different scenarios. So it was great in that respect is that it was a, you know, a group of people who all have the same aim in mind.
0: Exactly. It's just that community spirit, I think. So I'm going to ask, uh, what was your biggest success with HR Open?
1: Well, our biggest success is it's the foundation of the data model we use in our our global payroll integration uh, system that we've built. I mean, we've been running it now for uh, seven years. We've got dozens of clients running on, on it. We have some clients who are paying hundreds of thousands of people. And that data has been, you know, across dozens of countries across several different payroll services all running through our integration one. And it's just seeing that that system is built on HR open standards. You know, the, you look at the data, you look at our screens, you just see, you know, HR open standards throughout the whole system. And, that you know, that data model is actually one of our foundation stones of what we build on.
0: That's really exciting too, I think, to see the work that you've done and how it's being used. Do you have a final recommendation you can give um, an implementer or an HR department?
1: Yeah, I would say definitely look at HR open standards. Look at what it can do for you. Join some of the groups, calls, because it's not just about a standard. Here's a standard, go and use it. It is about a community. It's, I've learned so much more about how we can use a standard by being involved with the community. Yes, take the standard, look at it, but join the community. See how they can help you. 90% of, or more, probably 95% of the problems you have with your integration Some of the communities already faced and already solved or numerous people have already joined. So you can actually learn from their experience and learn how not to do it and then learn how to do it. And I just find that, you know, that really does help anyone who's trying to integrate any systems that, you know, talk to other people who've done it. And HR Open is a great forum for doing that.
0: Well, David, thank you for sharing your experience. It's, it's really great to hear your passion about the standards and about the work and the people you work with. It's been really enjoyable for me, too. I've loved working in the group, and it's great to hear that other members have that same experience. We hope our audience now has some insight into HR Open and specifically the payroll standards. I invite you to check out the resources on our website and follow us on social media at HR Open Standards.